Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for tuning in. This is Justin Hahnemann. This is the ContenderCast, and we are shining a light on bright ideas. And I am so excited. I, I, I mean, every episode, I think I probably started with saying I'm super excited, but today I'm so excited um, because we're talking about writing. Um, we're talking about children's books today. We're talking about pursuing your passion. And it's a little different this time. I have an incredible guest on today. Her name is Kira Brown. And Kira, it is awesome having you on the podcast. Thanks. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, it's great. So let me just tell all of you a little bit about Kira. So Kira lives outside DC. And oh, by the way, she is in high school. She is like a sophomore in high school. Yep. She just wrote her first book, her first children's book. We're going to talk about all about that today and has launched her own publishing company. Um, She is someone that I would say is like not just talking about doing things, but she's actually doing it in, in, in a time when many of her friends are not. They're just going through school, you know, getting by. And I am so excited when you guys hear the story about her book. I think you will really be charged up about this. So, Kira, let's start with, you know, t- first of all, tell our audience about this book, why you wrote it, um, what was kind of the genesis behind it. I think they would all love to hear the story. Okay. So, the book is called Princess Pretend in the Not Night. And I started writing it maybe like two years ago. And it was all, it all came from an idea that I had to write a story basically that was going to be like a modern version of the princess and the pea. And so I was looking at the story and I thought that it was kind of like outdated for a story that was still being told to kids today. And I thought that that wasn't really something that like kids, especially little girls should be looking up to. And so I decided to like rewrite that story. And that's kind of how I came up with the idea for this one. I love that. So princess and the pea, a great story. A lot of us have heard. And so you decided, you know what, I think there's probably a better version or a better way to tell a similar story or something like that, right? So then wh- what what was the first step in terms of getting the idea down for this book? I was kind of like all over the place because, you know, I've never like done it before. And right, so I of kind course. of went a little bit, <laughs> I was kind of went a little bit out of order. And I looked at all the different options I had when it came to publishing. And it's actually kind of like silly, but <laughs> I like looked at, I looked at traditional publishing and I looked at self-publishing and I was like, oh, it's going to take like 18 months right. for for traditional publishing. That's way too long. So I'll just go with self-publishing. And then it ended up for like independent publishing. And it ended up taking two years, oh. which is longer than <laughs> the original time. Right. Okay. So I, I will provide a little more context. So, so for those of you out there that have thought about writing a book, let alone a children's book, let me provide even more context to this. So you have different options, right? And I have a couple of you that I know are listening that I work with today, and, and you are close to publishing your first book. And some of you have talked about publishing a book, and you have not done anything to do it. And then we have Kiara here who has done it, and she's a sophomore in high school, by the way. So um, so here's the deal. So there's different levels and types of publishers, right? There are the the major publishers that everyone thinks they want to go with. And there's pros and cons and trade-offs to going with a major publisher. And one of the uh, elements of that that Kira just talked about was the amount of time it takes, if they choose to take you on, to not only take your idea, but most likely repurpose it, rename it, retitle it, redo some of the context of it, et cetera, and then launch it. And then you're obligated to buy a certain number of books, et cetera. There are then other publishing options, right, in the mid-tier type publishers. And then there's self-publishing where you um, work with 
um, an agent or a company to get the book published and get it out there where it's print on demand. And it, it's just as good as, you know, a book that would be printed by a big publisher, but it's something that you can do quicker, faster, cheaper, and make it more readily available. Now, the nuance with Kiera and other children's books is there it's not your typical like leadership book so there's illustrations there's drawings or you may be hardcover it may be a different format than a typical book so um kira i'm really curious so you decided i want to tell a different story so how did you figure out the illustrations like who did those did you find someone to do that for you or did you do them and then how did you figure out like the the publisher piece you know and, and did you get coaching on that or did you do your own investigation and figure that out so when I decided that it should be a children's book and with the pictures and the illustrations and stuff, I had like no experience with any kind of like art or anything really. Sure. And so my, my best friend was like kind of into art. And so I was like, Hey, would you mind doing all these illustrations for me? And she was like, sure. But then um, she ended up not being able to do them. And so I was going to look into getting a professional illustrator Sure. and I didn't really have the budget for it because right. I was just starting out. Yep. And so I decided I'd do them myself, which was another like whole step thing. And so I taught myself how to illustrate the book wow. just by like looking at other ones and stuff. And then when it came to the publishing, yeah, I just read like a lot about publishing and sure. then figured it out. And I'm sure you saw some of those same things. I And Kira, I have a number of friends, again, many of them who are listening. Um, I've got a couple that have followed it all the way through and they, they are so proud and they're, they're talking about their books and they're out shopping them around and others that are close and others that just, you know, they've talked about it for years and, and wishing they had done it. Um, okay. So love the story. I think the book is amazing. Um, I, I was looking through all of the content around it and, and reading your, your blog and whatnot um, as we were preparing for the podcast today. So once you decided, though, that to do this, like, what was your goal? Were you thinking, you know, I want kids to be happy. I want to affect people and affect change. Like, what was what were some of the goals behind writing the book? I had always wanted to publish a book, really, but I never really thought about doing it until it was much older. And then when I got the idea for this one. I just decided, like, you know, let's see how far I can take it. And then I just kept going until it was, like, actually published and stuff. And then I'd go into some of, like, the local schools back when it was a rough draft, and I'd just read it. Like, it was just, like, a rough draft at the time. So and you were in even, like, elementary in school form. then, right? You were in elementary school when you were doing that. No, that was when I was in middle school and my first year wow. of school. Wow, amazing. That's awesome. And so... And I go in... Yeah, go ahead. Tell us the story. I go in and I read the story and even though it was still like a rough draft at the time, they was like love the story and they'd tell me that like they were like inspired by it and I thought that that was like really great. I love it. All right. So tell our audience about the story in the book. Like what what's the bottom line through the story in the book? So in the story, there's two stories. But, um, the first one is called Princess Pretend. It's like runs along the top half of the book. The other one's called The Not Night and it runs along the bottom. With Princess Pretend, she wants to be a princess so she goes to try to do all the things that princesses do, like keeping books on top of her head or like kissing frogs and stuff. But she's not very good at it because she can't keep the books on her head and she can't turn the frog into a prince. And so she's kind of discouraged by that. And so then she meets the other girl because she's up in a tree. Like the princess is up in a tree. She's trying to get rescued. And the other girl is like, oh, why don't you just get down by yourself? And she's like, oh. But I can't do that because I want to be a princess. And then they talk it out and stuff. And then she realizes that she can save herself. And she climbs down from the tree by herself. And that's kind of like the main message of the story. With the other one, the not night, 
is kind of like the same thing. She's trying to be a knight and she's doing all the night things, but then when she can't, she gets upset and then she meets the other girl who's the girl in the first story and they kind of like talk and she realizes that she can like kind of be her own kind of knight as well. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I've, I've written a children's book and it, it's interesting because when we were telling the story, it was based on values and kind of the, kind of the day in the life of a, a child. Right. But you're still, you have like an actual story here. So how did you decide the story? Did you already have it in your head or what was it that, like, how did you come up with what the storyline would be for this? So I've always written stories and I'd always write them down in this notebook that I had. And originally I'd write like short stories and like try to do novels, but not get that far in them. But then when I got the idea for this one, I decided to make a picture book. It was kind of like a whole different thing. And at first I just had the idea for the princess story, but even then it was like much different than it was now. But then I thought I should do something to include people that want to be nice or like kids that want to be nice too. And so I worked that in and then that kind of like helped to develop it. That's really cool. That's really cool. Okay. So here you are, you're in high school and uh, do you have any friends that have written a book? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what did they, what have your friends and your family and, you know, friends outside of school said about this? I mean, this has got to be, um, I, I'm sure you've gotten a lot of really great response. Yeah. It was kind of crazy when I started to do it. Cause it was kind of like a mix between people that were like, Oh, that's like crazy. And people were like, well, I guess you could try and do that. And then I was like, <laughs> the doubters. As I kept going, yeah. As I kept going on with it, like some people stayed and like helped and supported and stuff. And other people like still didn't really understand what was going on. And then once the book was actually out, I think everyone's been like pretty supportive of it. Some people more than others, but now that it's out, people are always like, Oh wow, that's like so great. I didn't even know you're doing that. Even though I've been heard like, a million times before. I'm sure. Yeah, but until it's real, right? I don't know that people really pay attention. It's funny. I mean, again, this is something you're experiencing as a sophomore in high school, that when you put yourself out there creatively, whether it's singing in front of people or writing a book or writing a blog or um, or anything else, I mean, you're opening yourself up to criticism, right? And opening yourself up to also the reward of like following your passion. I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize, Um and I think that's it's awesome that you're getting to experience that. Mm-hmm. All right, so Kira, so what's next? So you got this book; it's it's just getting out there, right? So I mean, what's your plan to get the message out? And then, do you have other projects you plan to to roll out as well? And and, and tell people about your website. So as far as um, how I'm going to promote this book, I'm kind of like really behind because like I've never done it before, so I didn't realize that you had to start. <laughs> the whole promotion thing, like, like well, the- way before. And so like, it was like a week before the book came and I was like, Oh, I guess I should start on that. And I was kind of a little bit behind. So I'm still like working on that and getting like events together and the signings and stuff. So I'm working on that to help promote the book um, for what's next. I'm not sure. Um, I'm trying to see if I can work in another book, but that's like a whole nother process. Another I've been project, writing yeah. this blog. I've been writing this blog to try and help people that are going to, that are thinking of maybe going through the same process that I went through and just trying to make it a little bit easier because it can be super confusing. And I found that when I was working on it, there was kind of no real instruction book. There, like if you looked up like how do I self-publish a children's book or like independent publish and like found my own company to publish books and stuff, there's not really like people that are telling you that like they are, but they're not always in the same situation that you are. And so I've been trying to do that. 
And then, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out other ideas of things that I can do as well. On my website, I have, uh, I, yeah, I have like the blog and then I tried doing a podcast, but I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> crazy about That's about okay. I mean, you get to come on other people's podcasts and talk about your projects. It's awesome. Yeah, I wasn't crazy with the audio thing. That was difficult. So kudos <laughs> to you for that. Right. Uh, I tried doing that. And then I'm also trying to get some other short illustrated stories on there too, so that people can look at those. And then, yeah. And then like merchandise and everything. That's awesome. So yeah, Kira has established Crown with a K picture books and her website is crownpicturebooks.com. And then of course, um, her her first book, Princess Pretend, and the Not Night Night, as in like K N I G H T. Awesome, you got to check it out. All right, so um, before we wrap up, Kira, there's lots of people listening that have thought about writing a book, that have thought about doing a children's book, that have thought about starting their own little business, and here you are, sophomore in high school, and you know you're going to school and you do this on the side. So. What would be two or three things that would be like your biggest lessons learned? You know, if you if you were talking to someone else that was thinking about this, what would what would you share? Well, the first thing I would say would just be you should start now or as soon as possible because like whenever you think about it, you're always like, oh, this is the wrong time. Like I was always like, this is the wrong time because I'm still a teenager, and yeah, there are like ups and downs because of that. Like I can't do some things because I'm like under eighteen and everything that's difficult but if I had waited it would probably be much different or it, like it would obviously be much longer delayed um yeah so even if it doesn't like the right time I don't think will ever just like come like there's always going to be obstacles and stuff you just gotta like deal with whatever is there at the moment I love that one that's a great one so take advantage of now act now stop talking about it and do it get your notebook out and get your notes down or get your evernote or get your word document and and start getting your ideas down i love that one another thing i would say would just be like don't really be afraid to put yourself out there and ask for things um i was always kind of like i didn't feel like asking for things like i'm like oh i don't think that i qualify for that and everything and like if you never ask you like don't get it and so you just gotta, even if you feel like maybe you're not 100% qualified, you're just like maybe like 90%, like you should put yourself out there anyway. Cause if you aren't the right person or if they're not looking for someone like you or they don't want it, like the worst thing they can do is just tell you like, no. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. It's not really the worst. Yeah. The phrase that I've heard at work occasionally is if you don't ask, then the answer is always no, right? It can never be yes. But at least yeah. if you ask, the answer might be yes. Yeah, and I've gotten some, like, crazy things that have come just from this, like, things that I thought that, like, there's no way that that would ever happen. Like, I go to, like, newspapers or, like, the news and just be like, hey, could I be on the news? And I thought that they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, no, and they're like, sure. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was that easy. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got a great story. I mean, uh, you know, everyone needs content. I mean, right? Content is king right now in media. I think that's awesome. So put yourself out there. Got it. You want to you want to call out one more, a third? Uh, let me think. I don't want to call out like a bad one. Uh, <laughs> Maybe something around the publishing process. Oh, with publishing, I think there's like a big stigma around like self publishing or independent publishing, even or like small publishing, where people are like, oh, well, if it's from a small publishing house or if it's self published, then it's got to be bad because like it wasn't approved by like six million people that went to school for it. 
I don't think that's true. I think that if you put enough work into it, like even if you don't really know what you're doing at the beginning, if you just put like enough into it, if you research it enough and you like you look at all the other stuff that's out there, then eventually I think you could figure it out and make it just as good. Totally agree. And you're right. There is a stigma out there. I think people think about that. If, they, if they're going to write a book, they need to be with a big publisher. And it's like, uh, not really. I mean, if you really want to get your message out, there's uh, other ways yeah. to get there quicker. And I think it's important to have other publishers. Like, even if you could get with a big publisher and everything, I don't think everyone is like really the right path for everyone. Because if you didn't have like small publishers or self publishers, then you'd only have really like five big voices. And like you need the other voices too, because otherwise it's only like five people that control everything that goes out. That's exactly right. That's so true. Well, hey, Kiara, it's been awesome having you on the podcast. I think it's so great what you're working on. I'm so excited for people to check out your book and your website and your blog. And and I, I know, I mean, you've got this project here and there's so much more um, that we'll look forward to seeing from you down the road. So thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great to talk with you and everyone that's out there listening. Awesome. Thanks, Kira. For more information on today's topic or to access additional leadership content, tools, and resources, check out contenderbrands.com. Also, you can download other ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, every winner started as a contender. Contender.